Hello, and thank you for listening to our D&D podcast. In our last episode, Walter, Corso, Varen, Gorgoth, and Grawl all discover the source of evil in the immediate area. So let's continue our adventure with Welcome to Nulk, episode 37, Unlikely Friends. The sun rises on a kind of a cloudy, gloomy day over the town of Nulk on the 6th of Eliant. The uh, the overcast seems to have dampened some of the spirits that have been going previously in the town. Many of the people of the army seem to be staying within their camp or out on their own patrols. The mapmaker's mistake itself seems to be fairly quiet. The... But there's, uh, like, as you as people start coming downstairs, there's still a good hearty breakfast that is made available to you. Mm. Who's the first to come downstairs? Uh, Brian will be the first person to come in, but she's coming in from the outdoors. Okay. Uh, she'll just get herself some breakfast and uh, pick a table. Okay. Um, then Owen's going to be coming down from his room looking so- somewhat exhausted, um, because Nithvari had, uh, you know, the, the manners to drop hundred injured people into his care. Fair. I guess Uma will today. be coming from her room as well. Let's just, uh cup of tea. Sorry, I interrupted. Oh, no, that's fine. Okay, you guys come down. Um, most of the other ventures appear to be kind of out and about. There's not very many people left in the common room. And what do we have here? Look at you, 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 you great big thing. Come on, st- stand all the way up for me. Uh, and Brian's gonna. Uh, Brian's going to accost uh, Olin. Uh, she is definitely gonna try to get some measurements of him. Like she's got tape measure out, piece of bacon hanging out of her mouth. Excuse me. You heard me. Get your arms up. Let's take a look. Uh, no, thank you. Are you one of? Jan's people? No, why would I be one of Jan's people? Uh, well, they seem the type that, if it got bigger, they would do strange cult stuff, and this seems like one of those things. I'm not entirely sure that I know what you mean, but I, uh... What are you? I... I'm a healer? She's just going to kind of give you a blank stare and be like, okay, and? Uh, well, uh, with my clerical work, I'm also expanding um, medical knowledge. What I'm trying to ask is why you're so damn big. And can you swim? Could I have your name first, please? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Name's Brian. 
like like pickling. Like the ocean. Oh, I see. Should I like, uh, stick, well, stick a hand out to shake your hand? Uh, my name is Olin. Nice to meet you. So he's going to give her a handshake. And as soon as she uh, takes your hand, she's going to try to pull your arm all the way out and measure it. He's going to pull it back because that's very invasive. Oh, come on now, I don't bite often. You're making me deeply uncomfortable. I, uh... Why, why do you keep wanting to touch me? I'm here on an, on important research, and I've not seen one of whatever you are. I don't think a heal is a race of people, but I could be wrong. Well, no. Uh, no, that is a profession. Um... If you want my specific race of people, uh, I am a Goliath. She's uh, pulled out her book. Is writing Goliath in it. Uh, is there a point to your harassing me, or are you just having fun here? I mean, I have a whole lot of questions if you have time, and I would like to take some measurements and... Stand all the way up for me. How tall are you, actually? I would prefer not to do this thing. <laughs> no fun. Again, I... Ma'am, I would like to ask you to stop sexually harassing me. I'm very uncomfortable right now. I know this happens in bars, but uh, it seems a little early for this kind of conduct. There's absolutely nothing sexual about it. You are not my type. Then why? <laughs> uh, and then she's just gonna open her book and show you some of the drawings of other creatures and races. Uh, yes, you're very artistic. Well done. It's, um, it's for research purposes. I don't have any Goliaths under the ocean. Well, I would hope not. We don't live under the ocean. Ah, but you could. No, we really can't. I mean, n nothing a pair of gills and a swim bladder won't fix. I don't have those. Not yet. <laughs> just gonna go, just gonna go over to um, uh, uh, who's who's behind the bar today? Um, it would be Stoneforge. Uh, Mister Stoneforge, why is there a crazy woman in your inn? My inn seems to be filled with crazy people all the time. That particular one is a special sort. Yeah, I'm beginning to suspect this. But she's an adventurer and she's answered the call. So she's welcome here just as anybody else. Oh, Felia helped me. Okay, uh... Man, if I let you measure me, we'll... You leave me alone afterwards. Absolutely. Alright. <laughs> okay, so it's gonna stop crouching and, you know, stand up tall, like, the whole way. Uh, and then she'll pull over a chair so she can stand up on it and take some measurements. It'll only this take is... about five minutes and then you're free. This is humiliating. 
Now listen, if you wanted to be a really big help, you could help oh. me catch that damn dragonborn that's walking around. He still hasn't let me get measurements of him. There's a dragonborn? Interesting. I mean, I won't help you, but uh, I will introduce myself to them. Bouge is nowhere in sight. One of these days, I'll catch him. Well, anyways, you might as well get yourself some breakfast. Thank you for your permission. Do you need to watch how I eat as well? I mean, no. I'll uh, no. gather oh, my information good. from over here. Oh, thankfully, uh, because I was going to absorb this through my feet. You see, we goliaths, we stick our feet into our food and then just uh, pull in the nutrients that way. You said a healer. Are you sure you're not a druid? Why would you call? No, I am not a druid. Oh, because I'm under the impression that's how druids eat as well. Uh, yes, they got that from uh, Goliaths. She will write that in her book. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go sit beside uh, a, this a very large turtle woman because she se she seems nice, but she and she's also not asking to measure me. She's also not harassing you. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. And sorry, I misspoke. The army's not here yet, so you, have, you guys have no idea that it's coming. Oh, actually, yeah, hold on. I gotta fix some shit, you guys. Oh, shit. Okay, there you go. It's the 7th, not the 6th, in order for Una to be here. In order for Una to be here? What do you mean? Because you traveled here, like the timeline. Oh, I see. I get it. They returned to Nalk. I lied again. It'd have to be the eighth because you guys came in the seventh and the, uh, later in the day. So, okay. Sorry, I just get my timeline right. So yeah, there, there, there is well, nobody really hanging around. There's a few people that you guys really haven't met previously that are in Nalk, but I'm gonna introduce myself to Una. Uh, hello. I don't mean to bother you, ma'am. I just don't want any further uncomfortable questions asked. From... Uh, that I think she's green. This green woman over there. You are so quiet, I can barely hear you for oh, some okay. reason. Okay. Uh, hello. Uh, if you don't mind, I, I will sit with you. You're not okay. asking me about uh, the length of all of me. Sure. I don't know why my volume's on max, but I still can barely hear you. 
if you right click on Olin's name, you can actually put up the user volume as well. <gasps> you can do that. How yep. Right. Any, so like in our voice channel, if you right click on anybody, oh. you can put the user volume up. So it only puts their volume up, like their channel up for you. Oh, that's good to know. Cause I have no idea what I agreed to. <laughs> you agreed to letting Olin sit beside you so that he wouldn't get harassed. Oh, I didn't okay. measure all of you. <laughs> no, we're in public. I don't think that matters to her, though. Oh, God. I do have some sense of decorum, thank you very much. Some, I think, is a generous quantifier. Okay, but, uh, your, your meal passes without anything of interest happening. <laughs> yeah, listen, I've been I've been doing a lot of healing. I need a break from this town. <laughs> so we're gonna look at the bounty board, see what we got there. There are a few bounties up there. Um, one that's calling for that's called the most wanted list and there's a list of three that are named there uh, there's one that is missing children and there's one that says rare fungus I suppose we can look into the missing children I don't know the rare fungus seems more enticing you're you're enticed by fungus. Sounds interesting. Don't children run away from home often? They do. Um, usually in an unfatal way. If you guys are interested, I did see some very large kitty cats that I'd like to catch if you're, you know. Large kids? What kind of kids? I don't know. They had. They were, as long as I am tall, mm -hmm. and they had a, a tail that split into lots of pieces. Ugh. That oh, doesn't got, sound like a kit. They could make themselves look about like they were 10 feet in front of where they actually were. I, I don't think that's a regular kit. I haven't seen a regular cat yet. You have... Okay, well, when we see one, I will point it out to you. I mean, if uh, regular cats aren't that cool, then I want one of these extra special cats. With the extra special cat like water? Because as a turtle, I could not have a cat that doesn't like water. Only one way to find out is to catch it. Well, the nine of them. The nine of them? I think there were nine of them. We only need to catch one. How about this? We go catch the kit, and then we go help look for the children that you wanted to go look for. I, I don't think these are cats. I think this is something else entirely. 
But if you feel the need to look into them, we can go look at them and we'll assess if they are something that you should and can catch. I mean, they're up in that, uh, that spooky forest. The spooky It, it is in this. You found these kits in a spooky forest originally, and this seems like something you want to try catching. Yes. yes. We can look, but you may die. And are you fine with it? I've always been prepared to die in the name of science. I mean, yes, you seem well. a little hesitant. Uh, I did encounter a uh, pack of goblins with the big round dwarf. The... Oh, Grawl. Yes. Yeah, the one that's a perfect orb and can't fight anybody. Alright, well, let us look into the goblins, then, because the chasing cats we don't know much about does not sound very productive. And I just had... Yeah, I just need a break from healing so many people. Just a day off. All right, then, uh, get your things and follow me. Uh, uh, miss, uh, I'm sorry, I did not catch your name. Uno. Ah, Uno. Would you like to join us? Of course. Sounds like fun. Are you familiar with goblins? The little green things, right? I think they're all. I think they're all related to that Hallandor. No. Well, he said his last name was Cobb. That's short for Coblin, isn't it? No, and cobbling has to do with shoes. Does Does Brian wear shoes? <laughs> He does. Begrudgingly. You, you see those things on your feet? A cobbler made those. A goblin made my shoes. Cobble. Not okay, a goblin. But... Yes, but he is a cob, which is short for a cobblin. No. It, last names don't have shortened forms. They should. They don't. So as you guys are traveling south on the road, um, you guys travel for quite a while. Um, as you're leaving Nulk, yeah, you guys notice that the the army has taken up an encampment into like the kind of a crescent uh, moon around the from the opening of Nulk down, going down the sides. And as they pass by, a number of them wave up to Olin, who they've become familiar with 
over the last couple of days. All right. Uh, I'm going to wave back at them. Are they calling me over or just waving? Just waving. Oh, okay. Um, and you guys travel south for a while. The sun is fairly obscured by the kind of uh, cloud cover. But it's it's still a, a warm day in the King or uh, Song of Aladar. As you guys travel south, you eventually come to that um, Y intersection, and you again find that familiar. Here, I'll take you to it. Actually. Find the familiar Y intersection with the uh, cart that's there as well. And let me just. Oh, my screen went all black. Maybe it's taking time to set. You'll probably have to scroll over to, or um, zoom, out. zoom out. Yeah. Okay. I've, I've just, I've got nothing entirely on. There's just black box. Oh, they're not. That's not the one no, that's Olin, and that's oh. Una. I'll try le reloading and see if that helps. Oh, hold on, yeah. There we go, I can see it. Not have one for Olin. Esther You don't have uh, night vision, do you? Uh, no. Okay. That should work now. Oh, yeah, that's good. Littered around, you find a few bugbear bodies that have um, begun to decompose. Can you loot them? They appear to be already looted. Anything on them is like there's some like kind of tattered clothes that are left around, um, like a couple of um, maces. Or Morningstar, sorry. But yeah, other than that, it appears to be they've, they've been pretty well looted. Okay. As, you, as you guys look in the back of that um, 
the back of that cart there are a couple of very large barrels that are in the back as well. See these uh this is where uh Grawl killed those bears. Bearlets. Bear what? That's that's how you make something smaller, right? Like a kidlet? A bearlet? No, baby bears are called cubs. Are these baby bears? No, these are bug bears. Okay. Well, this is where Grawl killed those bug bears. And there were supposedly some goblins, although I did not see them. We scared them off. Alright, so that would explain why we have to find them. Any idea where they might have gone? This direction. Following after Brian. Okay. Uh, can I have you make a survival check, please? Sure. Okay. As you kind of like survey the ground, it's been a couple of days, but these uh, apparently these creatures weren't too concerned about hiding tracks on this side. You find the tracks that lead up to this cart, and then you kind of watch as these tracks go off onto the onto the side or onto this road, but then they cut off into the into the forest proper. Okay. Well, I suppose we'll go after them. Was there many of them? I have absolutely no idea. We all got shot with at least a couple of arrows. Okay, so we have no idea how many there are. So, m more than two, but less than a hundred. That can both be still a lot or not. No, it's still quite a few, actually. But if they are causing trouble or potentially causing trouble, fuck, I suppose we have to go take care of it. Have, uh, have, has anyone looked through the barrels? Uh, they are full of presumably some sort of wine. They are too large for any of us to lift. I could probably lift them. Um, I mean, there are um, if there were ton oh. tons or but they were tons, okay, yeah. So they're like 252 gallon barrels. Those are huge. Holy shit. Rough, close to about a thousand liters. Got it. Good lord, that's a lot. Okay. Yeah, there's there's a couple of them that are in the back there. Like there 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 were other things there that you can see have been turned over. Um, but yeah, there's the two biggest things there are still there. Yeah, we'd need That's a okay. uh, a crane to uh, lift them and probably like ten buffalo to move the skirt. I 
I don't know where to find ten buffalo. Horses would probably do, though. Or a giant turtle. Could it, could you drag this cart? Do you know of a turtle big enough? I'd like to think I'm big enough. Uh, well, yeah, I I do feel the need to point out that uh, this is something we can handle on our way back. Here, it uh, this would probably take some time. Hi. All right, so let's continue on to the spooky forest. Okay. So you guys, um. Continue through the forest. This forest is very similar to the ones that um, most of the ones that surround Nalk. Other than this, is a actually a, um, unlike the one that's kind of the where the homesteads are, which is a coniferous forest. Uh, this one here is a, is like strictly deciduous trees, and it like most of the other ones that you've seen, they have a very um, very old growth it's none of this is very new it's not no one has been through here to really log the area or anything like that as you guys are marching um brian's able to like find the telltale signs that probably a, a number of creatures have been through this way whether it be a, a number of like broken branches all in one little area or actually, like some of them, like actually dip down into some more of the uh, swamp, more swampy areas, low-lying areas that still contain water. And you can see footprints. There's several sets that are they've all been kind of marching single file or two by two at, at the most. And as you guys are marching, you can see kind of through the trees. There appears to be a a bit of a right, like a a little bit more of a raised hill than in other in the other areas, and the tracks that you're following appear to be going directly towards that hill. Hill, yeah. Well, we should probably get close and then just peek over the edge to see what might be there. Because I would like to get a sense of what we're dealing with before we run over and fight whatever might be there. Okay, so as you guys, um, just gotta check something here. Your passive perception is pretty high, isn't it? Yeah, you got uh, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, you guys continue to march towards that hill, and uh, like, there's a little bit of a a little bit of a divot and then you can see that there's the um from kind of through the forest very kind of um Olin, you're the first one that sees it there's appears to be a an entrance like a cave entrance that you can see and standing right sta standing kind of leaning up against the wall with a with a bow sitting beside uh sitting beside pushed up like leaning up against the 
uh, stone entrance is uh, are a couple of small goblins. Hmm. Well, how do we want to go about this? I mean, are you wanting to question them, or are we just going to, like, kill them off? Well, I, I do think we could ask them uh, what they're doing here, maybe ask them to leave, perhaps. And how they're related to Halendor. Halendor is a gnome, he's not a goblin. They're very different people. A, a, a gnome. Yes, a gnome. Well, that wouldn't have been so hard for him to say. Did the... I would. He probably didn't answer because he likely deemed it a silly question. I mean, he answered. He said he was a cob. I just assumed it was short for goblin. No, it is not. One starts with a C, one starts with a G. No. These are these are different letters. In my defense, common is not my first language. And it's not mine either. I'm much better than dwarfish as well. You better honor me. Well, I'll just uh if we're just gonna talk to them, let's just go talk to them. Alright, so we're gonna approach the goblins. I'm gonna call out, uh... Well, I don't speak goblin, so we'll see if they know giant or something. Um, and we'll call it out in a couple languages. Call hello. As his voice kind of like just booms through the, uh... Through the trees, you can see one of the, the goblins that was kind of like taking a nap. Comes to full attention, like... Reaches for his bow, turns the other one. You guys can't understand what he's saying, but he appears to turn the other one. Yes? Who uh, is it? Yes. Uh, hello, uh, my name is Olin. Um, I am a cleric, and I'm going to come into view so he can see me. What do you want? Uh, well, um, I was wondering uh, what you goblins might be doing in this area. We live here. Oh, you live here. Um. Yeah, what are you doing in this area? Oh, well, I somewhat live here as well. You don't live here. We live well, here. Not... Well, you live here. In the general area, I mean. Okay. Uh, yes, unfortunate news uh, for the lot of you, though. There is um, a bounty board that dictates uh, that people should come and uh, get rid of you, and I would assume in a violent way. Um, and I thought if you were aware of this, and uh, perhaps that would help you to understand that uh, that's not good. Personally, I would prefer not to fight you, uh, but there are other people that would be more than happy to do so. Okay. And it might be a good idea for you to move. No, you move. This is our home. Well, I... How long have you been here? 
Many seasons. Many seasons. Oh, fair enough. Um, do um steal from people on the road? No, not me. Not you. Uh, any one of your lot, perhaps. No, not me. Okay. Uh, do you have perhaps a leader that you talk to, or that? Uh, yes. Well, lead you. Uh, perhaps we could talk to them. No. No. And just why not? Uh, at this point, uh, Brian will pop out. Important meetings. Can can we schedule a meeting? Hmm. No. Can we bribe you to schedule a meeting? What you got? I have some pocket bacon. No. I I have actual gold. Oh yeah, I have that too. Do you want some gold? I have rainbow fish scales. Show me bacon and fish scales. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll hand over the bacon. <laughs> I'll hand over my rainbow fish scales. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just a hungry little guy, aren't you? No. We're here. Now. He turns away from you guys. The other one. Um. So yeah. He, he turns away. He turns away and like walks into the little opening. The other one kind of steps between you guys and the and the door. Several minutes go by. Yeah. He, uh, comes back out. Okay. You come. The other one looks really confused and steps out of the way. You guys walk inside. Does Olin have to climb it like crawl? No, it's not that small. Is it wide? Also, have to do is duck a little. Uh, it's, it's a fair size opening. You assume the product was not originally theirs. Uh, I need to grab your characters here. And this little goblin, kind of like as soon as you come inside, just yup, 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 like he's running ahead of you guys.
I mean, I guess we're following after the goblin. Hold on, something weird is going on. It's just you. Okay. You guys come, guys come through, and you can see that there are several, um, kind of older cart, older broken down carts that are stirring around. Boxes that have been broken open, and a few areas like there's a few fire areas where fires have been lit, and like seats have been made. You push inside and you can see you can see he's um kind of as you round the corner here. Ugh. Can Una see? No, Una cannot see. Oh, I will cast uh Oh Una's got bright light. light. Yeah, I mean these they, they should both actually have bright lights so they should be able to see. Oh fuck. Um okay, seventy five is seventy. Uh Here, let's do it this way. So you guys can see. As you march inside, you can see that there are a couple of, um, there's actually three goblins that are like hanging out in the central room. They're all, it looks like they're playing with something. You can't quite see what it is. They're kind of passing it between the, the three of them. Uh, you can hear like the rushing of water coming from farther within the uh, within the area as well. <laughs> this goblin rushes forward and kind of like looks back at you guys, waiting for you to to catch up. Are we following uh, one of the red ones or? Yeah, the red uh, the red one with the bow. Oh, okay. Here, I'll bring Uno along for the ride. Yeah, he leads you guys into a it's a, a little bit cleaner area, and you can see a um looks to be an older goblin, like just kind of long white hair. It's uh pulled back into a little bit of a a, a little bit of a skullet at this point. His uh his kind of broad nose that most goblins have is adorned with a couple of um a couple of rings. There are several uh golden rings that run in his ears and um he's wearing very um tattered but we're probably very nice once nice uh green cloak and a green kind of robe underneath. And just like he's he's sitting he's actually sitting on a a little rock, and beside him he's got a a staff that's got a little bit of a a blue gem that actually glows slightly. Yeah, as you guys walk up, here I'll keep. There you go, Una. As you guys walk up, you the uh, one that is uh, that has brought you guys here. Uh, speaks in a language that very a very quick kind of guttural sound that you aren't able to make make out. Then he scoots by you guys and goes down by uh, by a couple of very large or he goes and st stands near a very large wolf that seems to be lapping up water from this uh, from this internal pond. The old 
old goblin kind of looks up. Yes. Uh, I'm going to give a respectful bow because that seems like the right thing to do. He nods his head. What uh, can yes, I do? Sir. What do you want? Yeah, nice to meet you. My name is uh, my name is Olin. Um, Olin the I, cleric. I, yes, yes, I've been told. Ah, excellent. Uh, well, as you have also probably been told, we are out of the town of Mount, and I thought it might interest you to know that there are bounties on the board for goblins, unfortunately, and so. With that in mind, I thought for you and uh, your people, especially with an army right near Nock, it might be a good idea for you to leave, at least for a little while. I understand what you're saying, but this is our home. Where would we leave to? Well, we could probably find a nice cave a little bit further from the town. As I said, I understand that you would not like to leave. But also, humans can be very unreasonable in how they conduct themselves with races that are not their own. This cave is one of the few safe caves in the area. As you said, this is our. This is where we live. This is where we where we know, and this is a place that is safe. We've. I'm to understand that the green one, and she with that he points the staff towards Brian. Helped rid us of our horrible leaders, and thus we wish simply to. Continue here in peace. Oh, of course. Um, in that case, uh, since you do say it is unlikely that you can go anywhere, um, I could just tell people that you're just not in the area now. That would be greatly appreciated. Provided, however, you will need to uh, remember not to interact with anyone on the road. At least for a good while. Un unless you'd like to engage in trade of something. We simply are just trying to... Trying to do... Something different. Of course. Um, I do have a question. Uh, on the board, there was something about uh, missing children. Would you happen to know anything about this? Kind of smiles... Ah, yes. Humans do interact differently with other races, and simply because a child is missing, it must be a goblin's fault. I understand. But no, no one, he no one here has taken anyone's child. This, As long as we can stay hidden from our other cousins, we should be safe to lead a life as we see fit. Your, your other cousins. Are you having problems with them? Do you need us to take care of them? There was a group of bugbears that had found us, and as with all bugbears, they have one thing in in their mind, and it's 
selfish pursuits. You have, uh, you've taken care of that problem, but I hear tell that there is a, a couple of hobgoblins in the area that may find us, and if they do, well, through superior strength, they can force us, force us to do whatever they want. Then, would, would you like us to take care of them, then? I have nothing to offer, but if that's something you would like to do. It, as, a, uh, as a healer, I do try to make the world a safer place by unhealing people. That would make me have to heal others, you see. Wow. Travel over this hill and by the other river. There you should find an encampment of hobgoblins and the creatures that they keep. Do be careful. The A bite from one of those large birds can serve a, a dangerous sentence upon those that are not wary of it. Do you know how many of them there might be? Or do you have an estimation? I simply know that they are there because the bugbears were having dealings with them. See. Well then, thank you for your time, and uh, I you will go take care of those hobgoblins. That would be greatly appreciative. Can I pet one of your wolves? Aye, if you go and go down by the water and. Be gentle. There, one of the goblins down there should let you. One of the wargs take a uh, see if they take a liking to you. Thank you. As you walk up, you can see one of the, one goblin's actually on the back, like scrubbing the fur of the one warg. The other one's just like literally just head kind of ha half or uh, to the side, just like licking the water ever so slowly. <laughs> It's like real, real chill. His belly up. The other goblin's kind of scratching his belly. The one that you guys had met earlier. I'm very slowly going to approach. Okay, as you come up. Hey, what you want? I got told I could, uh, I could pet one of the, the wargs. Well, come here. And he grabs your hand and... Be very careful. They bite. Holds up one of his hands and looks like he's missing a finger. Then he raises it up and gets a little bit of a chuckle from himself. <laughs> and uh, the warg just like completely unaware. As you take that step forward, you can see the one big deep yellow eye kind of open and like hit yours. And there's a moment of... Hmm. This could go badly. The goblin's there. You can see he's calling out to him once again in the language that you don't understand. And war kind of like brings itself up and uh, sits. It's like sits on its butt and puts its legs in front of you. And uh, you realize, yeah, this could go badly, seeing as his head is about six inches taller than you. 
I love him. He looks down at you and kind of reaches out with his nose. Uh, make an animal handling check. <laughs> Takes a couple of sniffs. And the goblin kind of like reaches out with his uh with just just his unstrung bow at this point, and like gives him like a, just a little pat tap on the like the side of the neck. You can see it. Licks your hand. And the tongue that comes out is about as wide, like a little bit wider than your hand. He's a big dog. That's a big dog. Like this dog, like sitting as it is, um, Olin's probably only about a foot taller than him. Yeah, That's yeah a I'm tall dog. I'm gonna pet this dog and then I'm gonna tell him very softly that I will bring him sort of delicious treat. Cute. Okay. The dog doesn't appear to be like it doesn't seem, it seem to understand. But as you get closer, and, like you start scratching, and the goblin like shows you where to scratch on its. Actually, actually, the goblin grabs its legs and like pulls it out, so the dog has to like lay down so it can show you where to scratch. When you as you scratch there, the you can see the uh, the war kind of goes from like kind of a, a tense bristling to just kind of like, <sighs> and then rolls over on its belly as it does it like takes you out with it it's like laying on its back just like wiggling back and forth guys this is the second best day of my life what was the first best day the day I made Mr. Pickles no this is a big question I feel that this might be a big question Did you have a baby and name it Mr. Pickles? <laughs> no. I, because, well, I, I'm not familiar with your culture. I don't think that's what you should name children. I did not name a child Mr. Pickles. I named my pet Mr. Pickles. And, okay, this raises more questions. Okay, I'm satisfied. We can go kill some hobgoblins. As you kind of begin to walk away, you just hear... Hey. You'll be good. Uh, It snaps at you. It doesn't snap. Like, it doesn't hit you, but it just... Oh, did you not want me to stop petting? I'll go back to pet him some more. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Okay, well, I guess I just live here now and I have to pet the dog forever. See the goblin, like, look at you, look at the warden. Takes out his little, his, his bow and, like, smacks you on the neck. Hey! <laughs> no, you go. Okay, I'll be back later. Kind of gets between you and the warg. Turns around and just like berates the warg in, in a language you don't understand. I don't think he wants you stealing his bits. 
It's not stealing, it's sharing. It is his pet, you cannot share someone's pet. I would share Mr. Pickles with him. There's I don't plenty know of what... Mr. Pickles to love. I don't know what Mr. Pickles is. This is either a good thing or a bad thing. He's a crassus. I... We can discuss this at length later when I have the patience to put the mind in for this. I feel this is a very big thing to talk about. Oh no, he's just a little guy. Olin's just gonna sigh and keep walking. <laughs> Fair. Uh, give me one second here. Um, so as you guys kind of like leave through the one goblin, like it was standing at the door that you guys, just gives you guys like a slight wave with the, the scimitar in his hand. Thank you for your hospitality. He just kind of like salutes with the scimitar. I mean, they, they were very nice goblins. <laughs> Uh, give me a minute, minute, second here. Okay. Uh, do I still have? That other thing. I do! I'm a genius. Perfect. No, you go bye bye. So as you guys march out of out and like back into the daylight, it's still it's probably about a little bit past midday at this point. You guys uh, go up and over that hill, and you find that f that river that he had mentioned um, mentioned to you. And as you're kind of making your way along the upper part of the hill, and you can look down, yeah, you can see that there are probably about three about three humanoid-looking creatures that are just like sitting out in an opening. Um, over a f there's a fire between them, and it looks like they're roasting something. Uh, while we walk up, I am going to. He's gonna be like, the goblins seem nice. Do you think we can uh get that bounty taken down? I will try to. They they do seem to be fine, and like, it could be it could be entirely possible that it wasn't goblins that stole whatever it was uh, they were asking about, but hobgoblins. Not everyone knows the difference between them. I mean, it's true, but uh. If uh, Aladar is supposed to be a place for free people, you just got to convince everyone that goblins are people. Well, it could be something of a tall order, but that does not mean I won't try.
Yeah, so you guys can see that there are... Th yeah, it looks like there's three, and... Um, and in behind, kind of roped up to a tree, you can see two large bird-like creatures. They almost look like a small ostrich, but with like leathery wings. And lots of the feathers is actually kind of a piece with like a scale, like a, a scale. And they appear to be kind of gorging themselves on some sort of some 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 sort of large carcass that they are currently ripping into. And we're going to bring you guys Can you guys see all across this map? Yes. Okay, perfect. So yeah, you can see that there these three are sitting in front of a there's actually a, a large fire uh large fire that they are sitting sitting around. You just have to imagine the fire is there. How big is the fire? Um probably about five or six feet across. Like it's almost more like a, a kind of like a bonfire. Okay. Well, how do you two want to do that? Well, uh, whatever the hell those things are uh, attached to the tree, I do not think I want to deal with it. You go investigate. Well, uh, Una, what exactly is it that you do? Fisher. You fish? I fish. Ah. Uh, do you have any combat skills? Oh, I'm also a monk, if that's what you're asking. Ah, perfect. Yes, that's, uh, that is good. Do you hit people with your fishing pole or with a quarterstaff? Or my, or my claws. So what I would call a turtle's hands claws. Yeah, you you have you have large claws that come off like the kind of the you have little short stubby fingers on a very very big meat like paw, but then off of the, each of those fingers are large natural claws that are that are protrude. Yeah, I still think we should go investigate. Well, do you, do you guys want to sneak around the long way? Sneak around the long way? Well, I suppose so. 
I mean, we could try talking. That, that seems to be more your forte. I mean, I could... I could likely fight them quite effectively, but... I do prefer speaking to things before attacking if it's possible ever. However, that would be any, uh, any advantage we have, surprise-wise. Well, no, you could be a distraction. Go and talk to them, and if they're trouble, then we pop out of the bushes. Right. Oh, well, I suppose I can do that. Yeah, I'm just gonna straighten my robes, make myself look real official. Okay. And, uh, well, Una and, uh, Brian hide. Uh, I will walk out there. <laughs> Okay. Una, if I could have you roll a stealth check as well. Okay. Please remind me how to make that roll again. So in okay. your... As soon as I find you again. On the character sheet, it says... Um, under... Like the, the second box under proficiency bonus as a bunch mm -hmm. of stuff and I, I, underneath there you'll find stealth which is at the very bottom uh, up one from the very bottom and if you click on that and then you just say normal roll and submit oh damn una stealthy as fuck <laughs> Yeah, like you, you, uh, you kind of, as Brian is like staying quiet and like darting between the shadows, Una just like, even when there's the sunlight kind of like would reflect off the, the, her natural, like as you look at it, it looks like she looks more like a moving stone than a, a creature. So it's, it seems, to she seems to really draw herself into, into the area. So move her wherever you guys want to move. And Una, you are the purple one, so you can move yourself as well if you want. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. And we're trying to go... Is there a preferred... Like, how far are you allowed to move? Um, for this, I'll let you guys... Because of your stealth rolls, you can kind of get wherever you want. Uh, in the time, it'll, Olin will like walk out and get himself wherever he wants to be. And as you guys kind of move yourselves into position, like you can, you watch as Brian goes way, fairly close to that group, uh, and situates herself in a, uh, in a bush. And I'm gonna walk out here. Call to the people. Hello. Creatures don't appear to, like, one of them kind of looks over at you and just, like, picks up this, like, large drumstick and continues to eat and eventually throws it down. 
stands up straight straightens himself slightly you can see um where the goblins have more like a pale like brown brownie pink skin these ones are there each of these creatures actually has a deep red skin and they're um have much like fuller heads of hair um and as they st and as this one stands you notice that it is it is standing actually in like a full chain mail with shield um suit of armor and it kind of looks up at you don't make me yell all right i will come a little closer hello nice uh nice to meet all all of you and your uh, lovely pets <laughs> they are very cute Ugly as shit, but they do the job. What do well, you want? Uh, uh, well, as I'm sure you're aware, there is a human town in this area. You know. Yeah, knock. Always good to uh, have a good time. Uh, yes, and I am here precisely about this uh, having a good time. I would imagine a good time going to bar, maybe? No, always lots of stuff to steal. Ah, yes. Uh, well, that would explain, and I am just saying so that you're aware, uh, there is, unfortunately, a bounty of tavern uh, about hobgoblins. <laughs> and Hear that, I boys? We're and, famous. However, that could be very bad for you because there is an army of fellow, let's see, 300 Spartans specifically there to defend Nog. Well, sounds like we won't be going back to Nog for a while. Maybe we'll send some of them little goblins down there to do the dirty work. <laughs> send the goblins? Yeah, why get your hands dirty when you can just send someone else to do it? And they will work with you to do that. Well, you after you kill a few, they they get in line real quick. Doesn't take ah. much to bully a goblin. I see. So, it is pure... Well, think on it this way. If you bully the goblins into going, well, there is an army present... All the goblins die. You have no one else to bully to go do things for you. This line is littered with them little shits. I'm not too worried. Yes. Hmm. How many would you say there are in this area? Don't know. Don't right care. Hmm. All I have to do is find a couple of them. Well... Again, I would think it might be a good idea for you to move on to a less uh, defended area, given that there is a 300, and humans aren't exactly known for being quite reasonable at sitting up the Well, we, they treat us the same way we treat them. We see them, we kill them on site too. Uh, I see. And uh, given... That I am not human. This is why we are able to talk. Yes. 
Just never had anyone try and come and talk to me in an open field before. But you're getting yeah, to the end you... of your time. Ah, I see. So you've decided to be violent. We'll see. Yeah, I don't recommend this thing. Um, I don't, again, I don't wish to be uh, violent with you, but... Uh... I'm sure we can discuss things quite reasonably, yes. And I do think you should probably leave the area. I think we're doing just fine. Ah. I was afraid you would respond this way. And, uh, I'm gonna... I'm, I'm imagining we have to roll initiative now. Uh, I mean, they're still talking. You, if you want to do something, you can. Have, you, there is probably a surprise round for you. Yeah. Now again, you could just leave, and uh, then you wouldn't have anyone bothering. You know this, yes? As you like, get that close to them, the other two have gotten up, and the one that's been talking to you, which is the red one here. And see, so he turns, just turns ever so slightly. Looks like we're gonna be eating well tonight. Get him. And uh, while they're doing that, I'm gonna summon my spiritual weapon. Okay. And can I get off an attack? Uh, I'm gonna probably say no. Like if you you got a little bit too close for them to feel comfortable anymore. Oh, okay. So they're Fair gonna. Enough. Uh, your spiritual weapon today is going to be a large green orb. Oh, that's fine. Where would you like your spiritual weapon? Um, I'm gonna hit the uh, red guy with it. Red guy. Okay, we'll put it there then. So if I could get you guys to roll initiative, please. What is your dexterity modifier? Uh, the modifier? Yes. Uh, it should. I'm not. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It is her. Here's this four. Thank you. So that means you will go first before. Okay. okay. So at the top of this round. As Olin comes walking forward, the Hobgoblins actually get uh, first. They roll first initiative. Um, this one is going to go 5, 10, 15, because it's not sure what that thing that just appeared in front of him is. And not trying to get in the fire. 5, 10, 15... And this one's going to stand back. So first of all, you're going to get a longbow attack. Uh, 
which is a 20 to hit. Yep, that's hits. Uh, that is... Oh, wow. Max damage. Nine piercing damage. Okay. Um, and the other two are, like, one of them comes... Uh, actually, both of them are, like, slashing at the same time at you with their long swords and their shields. Or one of them has an, an axe, but they're one an axe and a long sword with their shields up as they come towards you. Okay. Uh, that is another 20 to hit. Uh, oh, it's not. he's not using two hands, so it's only one. That's another nine slashing damage. Oh my god, I love this dice. Jesus. And it's another 20 to hit. And you and you take two more slashing damage. <laughs> as they as they walk like they come running up, kind of darting around your spiritual weapon, and the one pulls his bow, you get an arrow to the chest, and the two are like as you're kind of reeling from this, they both shoot slice against you and get ready for whatever it is this lone person who has stepped up to them uh is ready to do uh una and actually hold on this guy's actually gonna move back here okay go ahead una your turn am i even i'm probably not close enough to do a fist attack eh? uh no you have a you do have a movement speed of 40 so that each one of these squares it's a little hard to see actually counts as five feet so you you'd have to move to get there first now you can move and then you can take a dash action to get to them and you can actually use your bonus attack to or your bonus action sorry to do an unarmed strike okay we'll do that then okay so go ahead whichever one you want to so uh, here i'll give you a little hint um, okay. If you are able to get on exact opposites from a creature, it means your attack has advantage, which means that you roll two attack die and take the highest one. So it's always best to try and like maneuver yourself so you have advantage against some creature. Okay. So I guess... And you can move there, then. Yeah, and yeah. you can move diagonally. Yeah. You want to move right there? Okay, go right ahead. You get. You can. Uh, are you able to move yourself? Dude, I moved up a bit. I think I did. Did yeah. I not? Yeah, you moved yourself. Just if you wanted to go to the one behind, it just put yourself on the one behind. Uh, behind. Oh, sorry, one down. Yep. Yeah. So you've taken your movement. You've taken your action to take a dash action. You come running up. You guys watch as this. Tortle comes flying out of the, um, here you go, I'll put you right there, flying out of the, uh, the brush and, like, comes flying forward. Go ahead and make your arm strike. And you said it gets an advantage? It does get advantage, inside? yes. Yep, because you are flanking. Very good job, you took that advantage. So you have a 21 to hit, which hits. So go ahead and just click the word unarmed strike here uh, in the chat box. Okay. Eight force damage. Nice. Uh, and I have to pull up my, there we go. That was against green. So as Una just comes like barreling up and as she comes barreling up, she kind of like jumps slightly in the air and like Superman punches in the back of the neck. He watches this um, hobgoblin just like, oh kind of pushed almost pushed into Olin but is able to keep his keep his arms up but he looks like he's slightly dazed. 
so that was your bonus action action your movement so that was your turn with that both of these cockatrice are still gorging because this guy hasn't done uh they yeah the cockatrice are still eating they don't care uh brian I am going to step to here. Okay. And I am going to cast Lightning Bolt. Going this this direction away from me, so it'll hit all three of those guys. Okay. So I need to make dexterity saving throws, right? Yep. Let me check what the cockatrice is. Oh, okay. Same thing. Cool. So the blue one. Rolled uh, a 19 plus 1, so that's 20. Uh, the Hobgoblin rolled 5, which fails. And the red one rolled a 5, which failed. <laughs> Do you need some more D6? Oh, no, I got So the ones that fail take 23 points of damage. Okay, so that oh, one's... Oh, sorry, sorry, hang on. That's almost sick. 30 points of damage. Okay, well. You guys watch as, like, Brian steps forward and just, like, kind of pulls and conjures up this, like, arcing lightning power between uh, her one hand and using the other hand, she guides it forwards and he watches it kind of just bolts out in this five foot lightning um, strike that uh, emanates from her going forward actually even hits the trees in behind and you watch as one of the trees kind of explodes into this thing uh, uh, explodes into flame um, the blue cockatrice so it's to 15 damage but you guys do watch as the lightning kind of passes through these creatures um this hobgoblin goes down. And this cockatrice is like, as it's like just bending over, disgorging itself, just like, and kind of falls over, steam rising off of it. Also, Died doing what it loves. Anything flammable in the area catches fire in that pole line. Well, I'm not going to say you ran it along the ground. Well, no, but. Yeah, that's why it hit a tree. There is a tree that is on fire. Which brings us to Olin. Alright, now Una's cracked the uh, green fella. Yeah, she has, yes. Um, so I am actually going to use uh, let's see. I'm going to use inflict wounds on uh, this red one here. Okay. Roll your melee spell attack. Okay, so... So the dice plus your uh, spell attack modifier. Okay. Okay, so that's going to be a 21. That hits. And it will be for... Uh, 16 damage. 
as you like reach out and like grasp this thing just on its on its neck you just let this pulse of energy travel down from your holy symbol actually down your hand and you watch as like the neck muscles seize and the blood vessels kind of extend out and the necrotic damage kind of just flows down him and you watch as he reaches up and like tries to grab your arm and there's no strength there and he just falls to the ground I did tell you to leave And I've still got a bonus action left. Um, yeah. And I can't, I can't attack with the spiritual weapon. With yeah, you that, can. So, oh, I can. Yeah. yeah. So, so you couldn't. So, what you couldn't do is call the spiritual weapon in, and then do a uh, an action spell. But once the once it's there, it's just a bonus action to control it. So it's not okay. actually a spell. Okay. So then we will um, smack the green guy with it. Okay, so roll your melee, or your, sorry. Sure. Roll a, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? A ranged spell attack, so which is just a 20 plus your spell modifier. Yes. Okay, that is going to be a 19. That hits. And so then I will take... Where is my spell? I think it's 3d8 for you now. 3d8? Uh, it says, well, on the base one, it says 1d8 plus uh, spellcasting ability modifier. Yes, but you're level 5, are you not? I'm level 6 now. Okay, hold on. Can I just see? Can I, I'm just going to do one thing. Can I check real quick? Yeah, go for it. Okay, I'm with your spiritual weapon. Oh, never mind. Spiritual weapon gains more damage if you cast it at a higher level. That's what happens. Yeah. Okay, never mind. As you're. Okay. 1d8 plus your. Uh... Okay, so that will be. Um, he's going to take uh, 11 points of damage. You watch as he also gets pummeled by a giant strawberry. Uh, that puts all of our hobgoblins dead. And brings us back to Una. Currently there is one cockatrice that is still kind of zappy that now looks up and around and like is like there's just this kind of like dry hiss that escapes from its throat. Okay, would that be the blue one? That would be the blue one, yep. Okay, so I will move towards it then. Okay. And I will do another armed, unarmed strike. Okay. And I assume this one would be just be a normal roll, though. Yes, it would. Oh, that did not work. Oh. Yeah, it's it's there. Let me just, I gotta check it. Oh, that hits. So go ahead and hit that, uh, hit the unarmed strike word. Because you hit. Oh, sorry. No, you're okay. 
five. You so give it a good smackerinos. As you kind of like walk forward and just like just hit it, and it's kind of in, in its throat. And you watch it like. Uh, you still have your bonus action on arm strike if you'd like. Okay. That one, unfortunately, as like you go to strike again, it just like brings its neck under uh, under your strike and um, it prepares itself for what's gonna happen next. Um, as it is currently tied to the tree. Uh, it's going to only hit the one creature it can't make a run for, so it's going to try and hit Una. Oh, that was almost so good. That misses. It reaches out and tries to peck and bite at you, but you are it is unable to make contact. Which takes us to Brian. Okay. Um, I'm going to summon Tentacle. Okay. Um, it. You gotta talk a little bit just more into the mic. There you go. Next it right here. Okay. So your tentacle appears. Your tentacle is going to take on the form of uh this thing. Hey, what is that? It's a token. Um, and looks like an avocado hair. Tentacle is going to attack. Trist. Okay. Um, it Yeah. 16 hits. Uh, six cold damage. This, ten this just like uh, ethereal tentacle kind of springs up from the ground and as it's coming forward it just makes like a quick whipping motion and actually uh, kind of pulls itself around the, the back of this creature and as it pulls back you watch as like this layer of frost is left behind and uh, the tentacle like continues just to kind of wave in the air and this creature's you can watch as like the blood or the it's back where it is it has now eventually been frozen, kind of cracks slightly and it begins to bleed. Um, Olin. Oh, is it still alive? Yep. Sorry, that's a bonus action. Yep. Uh, if he's still alive, then cast one. Can you, I gotta talk you into the mic a little bit more. Uh, if it's still alive, I will cast a spell at it then. Okay. Um, I'm going to use Cantrip Lightning Lure. Okay. Um, so it needs to make a strength saving throw. <laughs> it nat 20 that. Okay, uh, then never mind. What a waste of a nat 20. That's it. Now it's old. Okay, now it's Olin's turn. Alright, um. I'm just gonna throw a spear at it. Okay, like a javelin or like your spear? Like my spear. Okay. I mean, I'm going to get in range where I want to get Luna. At least on the diagonal. Okay. Okay, and... Spear's just a regular attack roll. Yeah. Regular attack roll plus uh, strength. Okay. Um, that is a 12... 
Wow, that hits. Okay, so it is going to take then uh, five points of damage. As a spear protrudes from his chest, it falls to the ground. It looks like there isn't any immediate danger around you. I'm going to get my spear back. I'm going to take 10 minutes and draw these creatures. Okay. It's not hard to do. They're on the ground. It's slightly uh, burnt, but... Are they edible? You are unsure. Hmm. They look like big chickens. I assume edible. They make something with them. Okay. After Layla, or after. The drawing is concluded. Okay. I mean, the cockatrice are venomous, but that doesn't mean poisonous necessarily. I mean, you can, you can have the, the crispier one. He's already mostly cooked. Okay, so Brian sits down drawing in her book. And uh, as soon as she's done that, Una starts hacking and slashing through these creatures. Um, make a... Make a nature check for me, please. Nature check? Yes, please. Uh oh, it's gonna end badly then. You're able, you're able to ascertain as you're like feeling around and starts peeling back this um, scaled like or the scaled skin. You can find where tendons uh, attach, and so as you like rip begin to. To cut through the tendons, you find the the sockets where the legs would attach, and you break or um, actually break those open, and you have uh, four cockatrice legs, and you fillet um, two ch cockatrice breasts. The other two appear to be ruined either by your punching or lightning passing fucking through it, <laughs> and a spear. Um, and then, oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, I was going to say, uh, as they're doing that, I am going to heal myself. Okay. Uh, and then Brian all of a sudden is going to go, Oh, fuck! And run towards that tree that's still on fire. Mm-hmm. And uh, put it out. Okay. How are you putting it out? Um, I will use... Uh, um, do, do, uh, create water. Okay. And I can create 20 gallons of water. Okay. Or I can make it fall in uh, a 35-foot cube, which will extinguish any exposed flames. Okay. As this water comes crashing down, several small creatures are burned and destroyed. No. A very angry gopher comes up out of a hole and yells at you. I'm just going to use a cure wounds on myself. Okay. And then we should uh we should rifle through these hobgoblins' pocket. 
And also take the cockatrice's teeth. And then sit down for food, because it'll be ready by that time. It's a very distinct smell of, like, chicken if it smelt like wild boar. <laughs> Put some seasonings on it, it'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good. Una takes out, like, a custom blend that she's created and, like, sprinkles it on. Um, so, uh, who wants to check the hobgoblin bodies? I mean, I'll check them. Okay, roll an investigation check, please. I didn't find shit. <laughs> As you're searching through these bodies, you do find, um, you find a couple of coin purses. Kind of roughly made. And inside you find eight gold pieces and 20 silver pieces. Um, can I... Do these cockatrice have teeth? Uh, the cockatrice... Let me get a look at the image. No, they have more like a serrated beak. Well, then I'm gonna maybe like deal one of the claws. A serrated beak might make a good uh, knife or something. They do. They do have um, one very large talon that goes backwards. Yeah, I'm gonna steal that. Okay, make a. Light a hand check. Dexterity, just a, a uh, straight dexterity throw. Not a, yeah, exactly. It takes you some time, and you do take three slashing damage from this uh, from this claw, but you're able to, like, after you break one of them and you kind of fuck up the other one, you find on the other creature you're finally able to pull and cut cut off this large, it's probably about a nine-inch claw. And it itself feels almost like hard like metal. Nice. As you guys are like finishing up this kind of last stuff, and you've now you've eaten a little bit, you do notice that the sun is farther from the, is getting not is not setting yet, but it is reaching that area where probably in a couple couple of hours it will be dark. Let's uh let's go back to the goblins. Okay. Is it? Maybe bring proof that we've taken care of the hobgoblins? Perfect. I was going to ask if it was customary to return heads on land. Because it is in the sea. It can be. In some places. And this is probably a good idea. It makes sense. So as you guys kind of sever off one of the heads. Um... You guys start marching back, and it's a—it's actually a fairly short distance from where you are back to that hill that you guys had um, previously been to. And as you guys kind of round the edge of that hill, um, you can see 
Those t- same two guards, both of them are just like leaning up against the wall. As you come around the corner, one steps steps up and like. As you guys get closer, he says, "Halt!" I'm here to pick puppy again. To garner entrance in this into this holy place, I must have more pocket bacon. Uh, I don't know if I have more pocket bacon. No pocket bacon, no entrance. There's a little bit of this uh, fried cockatrice left. Yeah, we we offer some of our cooked. He kind of he he's, his his nose is kind of up in the air, looking away from you guys. And as you guys mention that, his one eye just peeks open, and looks at the group. I must taste the wares first. Walks forward and takes a little piece. Of- <laughs> Wonderful. This is much better than pocket bacon. You may enter. And as you and as you guys walk by, no touching Balrog. Perfect name for a perfect dog. Is is he your pet dog? He will be. He will follow me into battle. I will ride upon his back. Am, am I not allowed to touch him because you're afraid I'm going to steal him? No. As you guys kind of enter back and you can see that the last time you were here, you probably only saw four or five goblins. As you guys enter this time, it looks like there's probably about, about 30 or 40 goblins that are like milling around. Um, take you back to the goblin lair. I'm not going to input them all because I'm not doing that. Um, and where you only saw the two wargs before, now there's probably about like nine or ten that are kind of milling about. Oh, there's lots of one dogs. <clears throat> but Balrock definitely appears to be the largest. Um, and there's like small goblin children that are just kind of like hanging around. Um, oh. Yeah, they just appear to be a group of goblins. You guys <laughs> come oh, back and oh, you oh. and you can see the uh that the the older goblin who you assume is probably the leader is still seated in his chair. Um He's just an old man. He he's speak he's speaking to someone as you guys are walking up and then he kinda waves them away and they give you guys a sideways glance as, as they walk by. Hmm. Gonna gonna hold up. Uh, we took, uh, we took care of the hobble. Huh. Well, I've been thinking long on what you told me before. Seems inappropriate to send you and have you go and do something for us without being repaid. Oh, well, you you don't need to uh, repay us. It's- it is part of the job. No, if we are to change our ways and become a civilization ourselves, and we must play by the rules. Please, and he, you see a couple of goblins bringing in a, uh, it's a larger, it's not a chest, but it's like a, it's like a wooden box. Please take this and 
as thanks for myself and my tribe. Oh, yeah, thank you for your hospitality. Um, if we could ask one more favor, it is getting somewhat late and it's a bit of a walk back to Nock. Would you mind if we uh, camped out at perhaps not necessarily inside the cave, but outside it? little bit better feeling of safety. You are more than welcome. Our guards will ensure that nothing comes up on you in the night. Thank you. Thank you very kindly. And uh, one of them leads you... Uh, here, I'll, this red guy leads you guys over this way. It's our buddy. Uh, actually, it's a different one. This is a... Oh, it's a different one. Yeah. But if you guys come over here, he actually leads you to a, a he actually leads you to an area that has several um, um, bedrolls that have been set up, and there are tables here as well. Um, a few fires have already started, and uh, he actually takes you to a couple of bedrolls that appear to be they're not the cleanest, but they're better than sleeping on the ground. Um, he kind of shoes some of the younger goblins and other goblins in the area kind of out and. May you sleep well as he walks away. The same to you as well. Thank you. Uh, I'm moving Una there and I'm moving Olin there. <laughs> um, yeah, there's it's like there's a, a, a good sized fire actually with even firewood beside it. And over in this corner you actually see um what looks to be wooden boxes that are filled with something and there's a whole bunch of like mushrooms that are growing on top of it. Goblin poop. Well, I mean, we, we shouldn't rifle through it without asking. They are housing us. Does this right goblin now. does this goblin that's here stay in the room? No. No, like there, there are goblins that like come in to just make sure that you guys are okay, and um, like just like look in the room. They don't talk to you. They just look in the room, make sure you guys are like settled. There's a fire there with uh, enough firewood like for several days. Uh, you guys have a t actually a table and chairs that have, um, looks like a couple of pitchers of water. Um, and yeah, and you now have your uh, a sealed wooden box. From them. Well, I'm a bit curious about the box, so I kind of want to open it. Okay. As you open up the box, roll a constant no. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, why would they suddenly betray us? You look inside, and there is, looks like there's like a bundle of clothes on one side, and there are 15 fairly fine bottles of liquid as you take it out and like examine it it looks like they are like very expensive bottles of wine well that was nice of them and as you kind of look inside the bundle of clothes wiggles uh, what is it you're not sure. It's, it appears to be kind of wiggling within the box. Well, I'm, I'm very gently unwrapping it, but... As you pull back the kind of the rags that are kept, you see a very, very small, what looks like 
maybe a two-month-old dog. It's It's got very wiry, bristly hair. You can see that there's, like, a good amount of, like, fee that's kind of hidden underneath. Um, like some dried meats and uh, some, like, tuber vegetables and things like that. Um, and as you, like, look in, you can, it looks up at you and it's, one eye is, like, completely deep yellow. And the other one is sky blue. I'm going to pet him. Uh, make an animal handling check. As you reach inside, like, as you're reaching it, it's, like, visibly shaking. And then as you touch it, it, like, kind of nuzzles up to you and gives out, like, a little woof, woof, woof. Why aren't you just the cutest thing? Can I keep him? I can keep him, right? Well, I'd imagine it would be a pet between us, given that we all helped with this. Also... I could be wrong, but I think this might be a, a little work puppy. And I love him. Well, I suppose we have a new pet. This might be a bit of a surprise for everyone else. Uh, everyone else? The the dog itself does not have the the same kind of like face as a warg that you guys have met before. In fact, even the other wargs here don't have that same um, face. These ones appear to be rather like some sort of large breed of wolf. Because wargs themselves are actually intelligent creatures. Like they have kind of like a skin face uh, and then oh. hair that goes back. Um, these appear to be some sort of e- either some sort of like intelligent wolf or just some sort of breed of very, very large dog. Uh, it look more wolf than dog. Sorry, the face you made with because you said face, I definitely pictured a human face. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> no, it's like it's missing hair. Oh, so yeah, no, that's fine. No, I was just thinking like a people face that turned into dog. No, no, no not quite. Awful. Okay, but. But listen, uh, Olin, Una, I want this puppy to be my puppy. Do you even know how to handle dogs? I do not even know what a dog is prior to today. I... I do not trust you to take care of a pet you don't know about. But uh, we can teach you about how to handle a dog. And with this in mind, it will be something that we all take care of. I'm kind of gals at you. Listen, I am sure you're very good with <laughs> Mr. Pickles. But if this is something you are unaware of, then that is not a good basis for handling it. She'll uh, roll up her uh, sleeve. So you see these scars? Mm-hmm. You learn how to take care of them one way or the other. This is not something that you start off being rough with. This is a small, this is a small baby. No, I understand that. 
Mr. Pickles just got very large, very quick. And we will all take care of this one together. Because it's a bit easier to see if uh, this is out on errand or any number of reasons. Uh, and sorry, in total there was uh, 15 bottles of fine wine. <clears throat> okay, well, as you guys kind of like pick up this puppy out of the uh, cart or out of the crate, it seems to take to you guys fairly naturally. You guys can feel like it has been a good day of walking. Any type of like sun that any type of sunlight that would be coming in this cave is currently obscured at this time, and you guys have come to the end of a day. And, and we made new goblin friends. And you made new goblin friends. I'm going to wrap the puppy up in butter so he can sleep all night. So he can sleep next to you all night. Okay. Wait, sorry. Say what you were gonna wrap the puppy up in again. I took off my sweater. Oh, I thought you said you were going to wrap the puppy up in butter. <laughs> no, in my sweater. Do that. And I'll, uh, I'll put him in my lap and I'll just prop myself up in a corner so that he can sleep in my lap. And I'll sit up. I'll take the quote-unquote watch. Why? To make sure the puppy doesn't get away? I don't think it will. But do as you like, I suppose. 